Welcome to Going Rogue Money Ministry. Align your values and finances, live your ideal lifestyle. I'm your host, Melissa Myers, number one best-selling author, entrepreneur, wealth manager, and CFP professional, along with Holly Urbanic, podcast producer and co-host. Does thinking about money cause unnecessary stress in your life? Are you tired of feeling anxious, guilty, or embarrassed about your financial situation? Do you struggle with imposter syndrome or feel financially trapped? We're women empowering women because we've been there. We'll bring you inspiration, motivation, education, and activation strategies for living a more fulfilled lifestyle. You're in the right pod if you're ready to feel good about your life and your finances. Welcome to our empowered community. Ready to go rogue? Oh my goodness. Welcome back to the Going Rogue Money Ministry podcast. We are so excited to have you here and to join us and listen to what we have going on today. And I am excited to introduce Alicia Favada. Alicia is an experienced certified fundraising executive with a proven track record in nonprofit fundraising and leadership development. With eight years of dedicated service to the Delta Zeta Foundation and over a decade of experience in the industry, Alicia is adept at fostering donor relationships, driving strategic initiatives, and contributing to organizational growth. She is passionate about working with individuals to help them fully realize their philanthropic potential and ensuring their values align with organizational mission for a fulfilling experience. In her personal life, Alicia enjoys taking on the world of parenting with her best friend and husband, Sam, as they navigate the complex challenges of kindergarten and toddlerhood. Welcome, Alicia. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. You're welcome. It is such a pleasure to meet you for the first time, honestly. You're just so full of energy and you radiate beautiful, beautifulness. I just (laughs) have really enjoyed meeting you so far. That is so sweet. Thank you, Holly. Likewise, I've heard such wonderful things about you and feel the same. Thank you. Thank you so much. So would you mind sharing a little bit more about what maybe someone wouldn't know about you that would be surprising? Hmm, That is a great and tough question (laughs) because I usually think of myself as an open book. But Melissa, who I have known for about exactly a year now, um, (laughs) one year year today, um, she, when she, we were talking about my history and my career and everything, didn't realize that I have a degree in music. So while I don't necessarily use that degree uh, professionally outside of singing to my little ones, that is what my background is and and something that I'm I'm really passionate about. I love I love the arts, theater and and everything that it encompasses. That is awesome and also very unique. I would not have guessed that. Definitely a surprise. <laughs> and I know that for Melissa as well. Her degree is in biology, right, Melissa? It is. I have a bachelor's in biology from Grand Valley State University. That's incredible that you both have degrees in something other than your profession that you do right now, and you are impacting millions of lives. That is awesome. 
Yeah. And we were connected through Delta Zeta and we didn't even know it. (laughs) (laughs) That is fabulous. So what else can you share with us, Alicia, about what you're passionate about with the Delta Zeta Foundation, where that all started? Sure. So the Delta Zeta Foundation, for those listeners who are not familiar with it, we are the a part of a, a greater corporate entity, the Delta Zeta Sorority. And our purpose is to raise money for the educational programs and initiatives of the Delta Zeta sorority. Delta Zeta is made of over 280,000 women around the globe. Yeah. And so our tagline is empower the woman. And that is really what, where my passion stems from. I am very passionate about building women up, helping them find their potential and helping them achieve their dreams. And I feel that my work through the Delta Zeta Foundation and all the the good that the organization is doing thanks to our many, many donors who help make that work possible is, is truly doing that and making a difference. Wow. That's incredible. 280,000 members. Yeah. That's awesome and incredible. So you, you mentioned that it's only been a year that you and Melissa have connected and gotten into back into each other's world. Um, Melissa, do you want to share a little bit about how that all started and connecting again with Alicia? I would love to. And I'm I, I'm kind of emotional today and I, I don't know what's going on, I, but I think it's because I'm so excited and so passionate about many of the pillars, Holly, for which you and I stand for in the Melissa Myers group and how we serve our clients and our community. And we have many commonalities with the values and the foundations of Delta Zeta, of which I was a part at Grand Valley State University. I was in the Zai Zai chapter. I had no idea many years ago, that this day would come where I would get to be in a position where we're donating the proceeds from Going Rogue's book sales in 2023 to the Delta Zeta Foundation. And you know, empowering the women, woman, empowering women. I think that's so important because had I not had people standing behind me, encouraging me, helping me move forward personally as a young adult, all the way to this point where I wrote a book and then decided that I don't need to keep those profits. It can go to serve other women and encourage them in their personal and their professional development. And so last year on January 31st, 2023, (laughs) I got out of my comfort zone and I sent off an email. I was nervous. I was nervous asking somebody I didn't know. I didn't know where this email was going to land, but I was nervous just asking if I can give them money. (laughs) So it's silly little mindset thing there, but I didn't know how I would be received. And that was a little uncomfortable, but getting out of your comfort zone can definitely lead to many great things and now a friendship. And tonight I'll be able to introduce Alicia to other sorority sisters from Michigan and create new friendships and um, opportunities for supporting the organization after our college years. Um, So yeah, we are here as now friends and and fundraising partners. And when when I sent that email and Alicia and I had a conversation, I had no idea what it would lead to and the doors that would open. Alicia is generous in her opportunity provision 
that she afforded me last year. It was amazing. So I ended up having an opportunity to be on another podcast. It's the Delta Zeta Sorority podcast called Women We Know with hosts Allison and Mallory. They're great. So go go put that on your follow list, Women We Know. My episode was episode number 10, if you're curious, if you want to fast track right to that one. <laughs> but they're in season two now, so it's going great. And they're getting other awesome women that were Delta Zetas from all across the country. And I remember listening to this one episode, and it was this woman who went to Vietnam, and she was there to help boost the morale of the soldiers. And I remember right where I was walking down the street, listening to her story, and the purpose that she brought and the, the joy and, and the excitement that she was able to still convey about that project. Like I was, I had tears streaming down my face. So I think it's a great podcast podcast and another one I'd highly recommend that you listen into or watch because it's also on YouTube with closed captions. The the other thing that Alicia helped me do was get on stage in front of I don't know. The room would hold up to 500 people. I don't have a head count for how many were there when I was able to give my truly talk. And a truly talk is kind of like a TEDx talk. You get to tell your story 20 minutes and again, got outside of my comfort zone in giving that speech. And I did it without notes. So I was super proud of myself for that. And I really wanted that talk to be a tribute and a celebration of women who have empowered me and lifted me up to help me get where I was. And so I took them back in time to the one of my first Delta Zeta. We, we would do Coke dates. So you'd meet somebody and you'd get to know them and you'd have a Coke. Well, um, this gal, Michelle, she invited me to go, go shopping and we just got to know each other. And it was such a, a breath of fresh air to be in a community with people who would just say, hey, let's go talk. Let's get to know each other. So I brought that all through the, the speech and about my challenges with money, which are directly related to why we're here doing a podcast and why we do the work we do in terms of empowering women with their money. Because once you get your finances and values lined up, then beautiful things start to unfold. So getting to tell that story and be an inspirational source was super exciting, something I'm really appreciative to Alicia for her opportunity. And then she also made the connection to have my book and me featured in The Lamp, which is the Delta Zeta sorority magazine. And it's it's been really neat to just be in a leadership role where people are watching. Oh, this is a cool story, Alicia. I don't know if I told you this, but there was a woman, Ellen, from out west who I sat next to when we were in the General Assembly. And we were chit-chatting, and as I was introducing myself, she like put her hand on my on my on my hand and said, "Oh my gosh, I wrote about you in <laughs> in our newsletter." I know exactly who you're talking you about. Yeah, yep. <laughs> so it's just neat the people you meet, yeah, and how everything can come together in community. So um, I'm really really appreciative to you and your willingness to hop on a plane and come here <laughs> and hang out with us today. It's just neat to be able to show you our town. If you're from West Michigan, you know about Morningstar Cafe. So Alicia got the oh my gosh. Morningstar. <laughs> so good. Can't go wrong with Morningstar. It's a, it's a staple. It is. So um, 
Alicia, we're talking about connection, which now you and I are connected. And I know that that's going to continue to grow and blossom. And we're going to have an impact beyond what anything that we might be able to fathom right here and, and right now. Um, so when you are thinking about impact, you have also talked about the Truly Connected platform. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about those three different components oh, yeah. of Truly? Yeah, absolutely. So Truly Connected brand is our women's professional networking and career mentoring um, initiative. So it's split into three branches. So we have Truly Connected Grow, which is our online platform. I kind of equate it to a LinkedIn for Delta Zeta. So you can go get connected with a mentor or a mentee or post a job, find a job, have a conversation. We have Truly Connected Share, which is our networking online uh, webinar series. So that was something that took off during COVID when we had to move everything virtual. And so we brought speakers like yourself, Melissa, kind of similar to the podcast in that that webinar series, women that had a great story and lesson to share and skill set that would help benefit your career. And it all stemmed from Truly Connected Gather, which is our in-person professional women's networking conference. So this started in 2016 and it was a traveling conference. It started in Atlanta. We hosted our first one at Coca-Cola headquarters, which was so fun. So cool. Um, brought it to Los Angeles at Paramount Picture Studios. We try and find a spot that's not your typical conference spot, right? Someplace that you wouldn't normally have access to. We hosted then in New York City, Philadelphia, and our last one right before COVID was the fall of 2019 at Nationals Park. And so we have a keynote speaker, different um, topics surrounding career um, at different stages. And it really helped to branch that gap between alumni and collegiate women and bring them together surrounding that, that topic of professional development. Great. I love that. It sounds like when you mentioned that you try to find a center that is not typical, that you go rogue. <laughs> <laughs> we do go rogue. I love that. Yes. <laughs> totally go rogue. Yes. <laughs> and you know what? I think the attendees will remember those events way more than a hotel ballroom. Yes. I recall yeah. a, an event that I was at. It was at the Columbus Zoo, mm. which was such a neat, so neat location, yeah. a great venue. And yeah. yep, I will always remember that yeah. because of the venue. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. I love that you're kind of taking the, you're definitely taking the lead and you're doing things your way and really pouring into those that are maybe still in college at a university, as well as bridging that gap between those that have already moved on since college. And I think that if you wouldn't mind sharing more about those of us that are already out of college, like how can we get involved and how can we create an impact with Delta Zeta? Yeah, sure. So, you know, you're right, Holly, going rogue, Delta Zeta is very innovative. And that is one of the things I love about our organization is we're not afraid to think outside the box and try new things and do things our own way. And so one of the things, one of the ways that someone could join Delta Zeta after after graduation or, you know, years down the line, if they didn't have that typical college experience is through our alumni initiation initiative. So this is something we've been doing for a while. Every, every time we have our convention, we have alumni initiate, we have chapters that will initiate their moms or friends, you know, 
at their initiation, but this is an, a huge effort to initiate 1,902 alumni initiates. It's a big number. <laughs> between now and our 125th anniversary, which is in 2027. So if you do the math, you'll realize why that 1902 is significant. That is the year we were founded. And so 2027 is 125 years since then. And so recognizing that you know, education is not linear. Not everyone has the same collegiate experience and Mm -hmm. uh, may go to a place where joining a Greek organization is not an option, or maybe they missed out on that opportunity and they really want to do it later on in life. Um, Recognizing that there are amazing women in our worlds, in our communities that we're friends with, um, maybe related to all of these things that would be great sisters to Delta Zeta um, and could benefit from the network of Delta Zeta, the sisterhood, the bond that we in common share. And so really trying to bring them into the fold. Let's talk about philanthropy. I know for me, I grew up in a Christian household where the concept of tithing was introduced early on with my first allowance. It wasn't, however, until I got to college and I learned the word and the the meaning and the, the value and the purpose and really the gifts that come through philanthropy. So let's talk about that. And maybe you can tell us about a trip to Africa that you just oh. recently went on. <laughs> yes, I'd love to. I'd love to. So Delta Zeta has a national philanthropy of hearing and speech. And through that, we have a number of philanthropic partners. And so one of those is the Starkey Hearing Foundation. And I recently had the opportunity to go to Zambia, Africa with the Starkey Hearing Foundation and other members of Delta Zeta to um, to do a couple different things there. It was it was it was really amazing. So in Zambia, Starkey Hearing Foundation has um, created the Starkey Hearing Institute, and it is a school for individuals to go and become hearing health specialists. Um, and then it's a nine, 10 month program. They go, it's an immersive experience. They get all the skills they need and they graduate and then get to go back to their communities and provide that hearing health, healthcare access to their communities who, who don't have access to that in other ways. Hearing loss is a, a huge pandemic in Africa. The I, I don't know all the stats by heart, but the one that I do remember that really stuck out to me is that there's 30 million children alone wow. that have hearing loss in Africa. And there's a lot of reasons for that. So I, I was able to attend the graduation ceremony of our 100th student from the Starkey Hearing Institute. And Delta Zeta, through our philanthropic efforts, has supported this institute financially, thanks to you know all of the philanthropy events that our collegiate women have and and generous donors who support it. And so we went for the um, for the graduation ceremony. But while we were there, we got to participate in a hearing mission where we helped 503 individuals of all different generations, children to adults receive hearing aids. And so about 30 of them um, were not fit for a hearing aid because they were either medically um, not able to get one or they passed the hearing test, like their hearing loss wasn't large enough to constitute getting a hearing aid. But we gave the rest of them hearing aids and gave them that, that essentially gave them their life back. <laughs> it, was, it was amazing. And so my my favorite story from there, and I will try not to get emotional when I'm <laughs> my favorite story was um, in the afternoon, there was a, a 
a deaf school that came. So a bunch of children that came and there was a little girl that came up to my chair and she had on a backpack of Frozen, had Anna and Elsa (laughs) on it. And so I was like, oh my gosh. And it made me think of my children and we fit her for her hearing aid and um, we're doing the testing and and she could hear and she was so excited and her face lit up. And so then we put on um, the song, Let It Go. The Elsa song, yes, and um, and I I sang to her, and she heard it, and she had never heard it before, obviously, and and so we kind of gave her that gift of music, and so kind of going back to how I'm really passionate about music, and giving that gift to someone else was was just very impactful for me, and and the global impact that this is the global impact Delta Zeta has, all mm-hmm. of our members coming together in their communities to make a global impact on the world. So it was very life-changing. Yes. Yes. You'll never, you'll remember that forever. I will. will. Yeah. And hopefully that serves as, that story can serve as inspiration for what we can do as individuals with our generosity of time, money, Mm -hmm. our treasure. Um, It can serve as a a community effort. There's different ways to have $1 impact Mm -hmm. many because it it works together for the good of everybody. And, and sometimes it's hard talking about money. Um, Alicia's title, chief advancement <laughs> officer. We are the going rogue money ministry. Our business is at financial planning and investments and insurance. And sometimes it's hard to open those conversations about money. Well, not here. Cause I don't think it's taboo cause that's what we do, but you know, there's that societal taboo about money and you keep things private and you don't talk about it. And when, when we think about money and wealth, sometimes those are things that are to be kept quiet, but Alicia, what's your observation on the things that can unfold and happen and the mm-hmm. impact when women do have wealth? Well, I think when women have have wealth, the world changes. You know, as you said, m- money is a very, it's a very personal thing. And, and the work I do is very personal in a different way. You are working with them to get their finances in order. And I am helping them create the impact and the legacy they want to leave on this world. <laughs> um, so it's very personal. And so... Yeah, I, I truly believe though that when when women have wealth, then they can change the world. We are we are very generous, um, generous people, and statistics show that women are much more generous than men in their communities of giving of their time, talent, and treasure. And so when they have the financial means to do so, they want to do so and are willing to to do so because they want to make a difference. Yes. And that's part of the work that Holly and I are really passionate about. We, we say that we're helping women, people, our clients leave a legacy, but also live a legacy. And that's demonstrated in where we put our time and talent and our Mm -hmm. treasures. And when I was interviewing women for the book and, and understanding their perspectives on generosity, one of the common themes was that while money meant security, and they wanted to be more generous. Sometimes generosity 
was something that they put on the back burner because they weren't quite sure. And so that's part of now what we're trying to do is figure out if that's something that's important to a person, a client, that we can help them understand where where they have those opportunities. And sometimes it's just being able to have a day off of work so they can do something in the community to volunteer their time. Mm -hmm. Do you have any dates coming up or opportunities where Delta Zetas that might be listening could get involved and um, donate time or talent or treasure? Well, we always have volunteer opportunities. (laughs) Delta Zeta is truly built on our volunteers and our our membership. We have over 2000 volunteers every day working in and out to keep our organization running. And that spans six generations, which I don't think, you know, every organization in this country can say. So I'm very... I, I love to share that with everyone. So if you are interested, if you're a Delta State and you are interested in volunteering, you can certainly check out our website and look for volunteer opportunities with our collegiate chapters or joining an alumni chapter. Um, we also have some upcoming events in Pittsburgh and Kansas City. So the first weekend in April, we will be hosting what's called our Everlasting Sisterhood event in Pittsburgh. And the weekend after will be in Kansas City. So um, that'll be a day of personal and professional development and sisterhood. So we're very excited. And sisterhood for all generations, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Good. Holly, have you come up with any other questions (laughs) that you'd like to download from Alicia? Um, You know, I was just curious and thinking, you know, this we talked about this in the very beginning, how Melissa, you were a little bit nervous to send her an email and get conversation going. So I guess my curious question to Alicia is, why did you agree to be a, a guest on our podcast? I mean, not, I mean, you had a little bit of context, you know, a little bit about Melissa, but like, how did you navigate being like, well, this makes me nervous, but I'm going to do it. And I'm speaking for you. So I'm not saying that you were nervous, but what was the, what was the green light? Well, the first thing I thought you were going to ask me, Holly, was why did I agree to take the, take the uh, proceeds, the generous <laughs> donation? And I'm like, well, that's, that's what I do. I, I have to do that. <laughs> so if you, if anyone out there is, is also nervous to send me an email and make a donation, don't worry. I have the full access. <laughs> she will warmly receive you. Yes, yes. And no, you're right. I was, I was nervous to be on a podcast. I I am very passionate about Delta Zeta and you know if I wasn't I wouldn't be in this seat but I love any opportunity I can to share our sisterhood and our message with the world I'm I'm happy to to take that on and you know that's that's my favorite thing about my role and what I get to do is talking to people about Delta Zeta whether they're a a sister a current sister or not and and just sharing the impact that we're having on the world and what a great what a great organization it is yeah absolutely opportunity to do that (laughs) of course yes it's our pleasure and even if you weren't in a great organization in college, this podcast has nuggets for you. So Melissa and I invite you to light the lamp and share this story with a friend or someone that you know that could benefit from hearing what Alicia had to share with us today. I'll just add on, I'm going to go rogue and add a little bit there that the, the Delta Zeta 
common pillars, the values are friendship, curiosity, generosity, community, empowerment, and belonging. And if you are resonating with any uh, one or more of those, certainly head over to the website, deltazeta.org, <laughs> deltazeta.org. And, and go through the website, reach out to me, shoot an email to Alicia if you're interested in participating in the donor pro programs. There's different ways that you can give and different opportunities throughout the year. So Alicia, again, thank you. Thank it's a pleasure you. to have you here. Maybe this episode is part of your money ministry. Bless others by sharing it with a friend and posting on social media. While you're at it, we thank you in advance for subscribing to our podcast and leaving a five-star review. Our money ministry is helping you design your ideal lifestyle and be a blessing to others. Get started by heading over to melissamyersgroup.com slash contact. Hop onto our email list. And while you're at it, schedule your free welcome call. We'll help you get clarity about what to do next.